Um, so I am an artist. Um, I do AI collaborative art, like I said, which means I use a GAN or an AI to produce imagery and then I'll paint into it or animate it or use it as a reference, so lots of different things. Um, but my background actually was not in art uh, until the chronic illness. Then I taught myself to paint, oil paint, over the course of a year and it gave me a lot wow. of direction. Yeah, it was really good for me. Uh, and I've found that in the NFT community, there are a lot of people like me. There are a lot of disabled artists. There are a lot of low-income artists. There are a lot of, you know, disenfranchised artists that have not had the opportunity. Um, and this space has given it to them and has given it to me. I'm so very passionate about it. You know, I'm pretty sure I've got the best job in crypto, or at least in the NFT space. Because I get to interview and meet people like Ben and Claire, my guests today from Accelerate Art, that are doing everything they can to move and inspire and get people involved in the metaverse and an NFT art and helping artists make that transition. You'll probably notice a few references in this episode to things that have already passed. That's because I'm way behind in my schedule. I hope you enjoy the show. NFT Cast is brought to you by Doki Doki. Visit us at dagacha.com, D-E-G-A-C-H-A.com the best way to get NFT collectibles and have a great time doing it. Welcome. Uh, today we have with us Claire Silver and Ben Roy and Ben and Claire have a um, really cool NFT art project and I'd like them to introduce themselves and uh, welcome to the show you two and uh, tell us tell us a little bit more about your project, what you're doing and, and why and then uh, first tell us a bit about yourselves. Thanks, Claire. Daniel. Oh, sure, go ahead, Ben. All right, I can start us off. Um, so my name is Ben. I've just come to kind of the crypto world in the last two years or so, but honing in on NFTs um, basically since last summer. And I've always been interested in trying to do something to push the ecosystem forward, something that's kind of net positive that we can kind of pay things back and help artists uh, gain access into this very cool space. And so I've interacted with Claire through kind of our both our, our mutual appreciation for CryptoPunks and we connected through that and have come together to start this project called Accelerate Art, um, which is essentially a, a network of art galleries built in crypto voxels focused on emerging artists. So the goal basically is we want to come alongside newer artists, potentially people who've never minted an NFT before or people who are early in their uh, trajectory as artists and host some of their work, curate that, bring a bunch of attention their way, um, and kind of just build the NFT ecosystem in our little corner of it anyways. Um, and yeah, my background essentially is more on the DeFi side. So I do work for a project called Geyser, which is a developer tool um, helping out different Ethereum projects. And this is the, the NFT project I'm kind of excited to be building. Very good, Claire. Yeah, hi, uh, so I'm Claire Silver. Uh, my background is in art, traditional until recently. Um, I do AI collaborative work mostly, and I'm super into the community, the NFT community, um, around AI art in particular, but in general as well. Um, my 
background comes from sort of like a, well, I have a chronic illness. And so I know how hard it is to break into the art industry if you're not going through traditional, you know, um, art university channels, connection channels. And I'm fascinated by the opportunities that the NFT space offers for new artists. But I also know that it's still hard to break out. And so I was really excited to work with Ben, sort of dig into the community and find artists that, you know, might need some boost with visibility in a virtual gallery, for example, which is what we're doing and try to build them up and help get them those eyes that they would need to really take off like their talent dictates, you know. Well, the, the project sounds very cool. Um, Claire, you, you've been, have you been working professionally in the art field or just been avid about art? Uh, are, and are either of you artists? Um, so I am an artist. Um, I do AI collaborative art, like I said, which means I use a GAN or an AI to produce imagery and then I'll paint into it or animate it or use it as a reference, so lots of different things. Um, but my background actually was not in art uh, until the chronic illness. Then I taught myself to paint, oil paint, over the course of a year and it gave me a lot wow. of direction. Yeah, it was really good for me. Uh, and I found that in the NFT community, there are a lot of people like me. There are a lot of disabled artists. There are a lot of low income artists. There are a lot of you know, disenfranchised artists that have not had the opportunity. Um, and this space has given it to them and has given it to me. I'm so very passionate about it. That's really cool. So I'm going to take a little tangent here because I, I think it's it's something to quickly explore is can you walk us a little bit through the process of how, and I'm sure there's no one size fits all for this, but if the person who has no familiarity with this, kind of what it's like creating AI art and what the experience or process is like, are you pre-feeding it um, some kinds of settings or pieces of art or colors? How, how does that work? Yeah. So there's a few different ways that you can do it. There are definitely artists in the communities that use their own data sets. They use their own models. There's a lot more code involved and I have all the respect in the world for them. Um, I definitely go with a low tech approach. I like the lack of barrier to entry. So I use a website called Art Breeder. It's a GAN that works from a pre-aggregated image set of say, all of the open source uh, masterworks available kind of thing. And it draws from that and you can edit it and alter it and coax it and change it until it's something that really feels like your taste. Uh, and then that's your image that you can use however you see fit. Um, I really enjoy the low tech, low barrier of entry approach. I think it makes it accessible, creativity accessible to a lot of people without the art background, the time to build the skill to be able to do those things. Um, and it's just a new niche, you know, it's a new, it's a new art movement. So I'm really into that. That's, that's great. And, I, and I'm sorry you have a chronic illness, but it's amazing that that's kind of turned something on for you that you didn't maybe necessarily realize you you had i guess yeah all things for a reason i really do believe that that's that's very cool that's great and ben um your your interest in art you just fascinated by it have you been an artist in the past what what um, brought you what drew you into to art and nft yeah so claire is the resident art expert for sure i have a background in some art so through high school and early university i did a lot of pottery and ceramics so I definitely have, in a not NFT related way, um, an interest in art. 
So more from the enthusiast perspective, but it's interesting because NFTs are kind of like a Venn diagram for a lot of different interests. Sure. Um, being one of them, tech being another, finance kind of being another. Um, and it just seems like it's a good fit where my background is more in that sort of finance and tech space. Um, but it's a fun way to bring something I'm also passionate about in the art sense um, to bear on all these different projects. That's great. And, I, you know, I, I think I'm coming from where you all are both coming from. The thing that I think that excites me the most about the NFT world is um, I, I think that it not only that you all are bringing out people that might be new artists, but it, it gives artists opportunity that hasn't existed before. And maybe part of the struggle of being a struggling artist can be um, eliminated so that artists can actually have time to do art instead of working, you know, at a retail store at the mall all day. So um, I think there's a I think there's a lot of opportunity there, and it's it's really cool that you're doing that. So Accelerate Art is is that a is that a for profit entity, a non profit entity? Is it just kind of a loosely organized? Hey, let's see what we can do to promote artists. How how are you guys functioning in in creating this thing? Yeah, this has been a recent conversation Claire and I've been having, and we've settled on doing Accelerate Art as a nonprofit so as to promote these emerging artists, but we're collecting a vault of art over time. So each time an artist comes through one of our galleries, they're going to present say four to five pieces. We're going to pay to acquire one of those pieces and build up a, a vault of this art over time, kind of a permanent gallery as a way to mark this moment in our history, if you will. And over time, we would expect to probably tokenize that as a way to share the ownership with the, the broader community. But for now, what we're gonna do is we're gonna run Accelerate Art. Um, our first showing is later this month, and we'll probably expand on that to a couple galleries and do that as a nonprofit. That's, I think that's a great approach. I like that a lot. Uh, and I'm sure that was, that's always an interesting discussion to try to figure out how you wanna do these kinds of things. Um, uh, you know, and there's an opportunity there for for kind of a community level profit if you do tokenize this later. So um, I think that's very cool. So this is a new endeavor uh, that, from what I understood from our previous messaging, that you guys are just kind of getting started with. Um, do you have you already? I think you've already lined up several artists um, that are going to be kind of in the first cohort. Can you tell us a little bit about? how what it was like finding them are they people that have done uh something in the nft space already um what's it been like orienting them to that and then maybe the whole orientation of crypto voxels i think is also um, is something that um is probably making it interesting too you've kind of got two pieces of tech there that maybe some artists aren't as familiar with so what's that experience been like um, I can speak a little bit on that. So our artists right now, we have five for our first opening, which will be on April 23rd. We've got Justin Aversano, who is um, really renowned in the community for his photography, but also for his initiatives now with the uh, Miami punk invasion kind of thing. He's certainly branching out and we're excited to have him. Um, we've got Filippo Mugnai, who I found um, actually on Instagram. He's a digital artist that does sort of representations of traditional painterly textures. It's like very abstracted portraits that are totally gorgeous, very punk vibe. Absolutely love him. Um, and so excited to have him too. Um, Bad Monk, so that's Luke Shannon. He does generative art. Uh, we're trying to sort of do a broad sampling for the first show from the different spheres of the NFT community. So 
um, we've got we've got Luke and then Siobhan Wong. Uh, she does really beautiful ethereal 3D animated portraits, feminine portraits. Uh, and Amrit Paul Singh, who does um, you may you may know it's the toy faces. He does 3D cute pop sort of toy faces of I think his most recent series is female astronauts. So that's pretty cool. That's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's been pretty smooth onboarding them. They've been, you know, excited to work with us. Um, we've been trying to take care of a lot of the nuts and bolts on the back end so they can focus on creating. Not going to take a percentage from this first show or anything. Going to be very um, dedicated to just getting them the visibility. And we're going to do an auction um, when we have them up, which hopefully will also bring more eyeballs, you know, into the crypto voxels world and onto their work. That's great. And from the perspective of kind of getting the word out uh, about Accelerate Art and the gallery, and then getting people in to look at it, what kind of are your expectations of what you're going to have to do to really get attention for what you're doing so that you can kind of get some traction and, and getting people to kind of take notice of how you're, how you're profiling these folks? It's been interesting building a project in CryptoVoxels because it's such a new concept ultimately, right? So it's it's been interesting even with the artists having to take them there, do a tour of our gallery, kind of explain the concept and these kinds of things. But as soon as they go through that process, it clicks and they say, okay, well, this is like a 3D version of the internet that you could just go there and see my art. Um, and so in the same way, when we think about kind of marketing or just onboarding people who are interested in, in art and in NFTs, so much of it comes down to education. So I think we'll end up front loading many of our clubhouse events and anything that we do with just a, an onboarding process from the CryptoVoxels website. Here's sort of the basic controls, these sorts of things, so that you can actually access and interact with um, our galleries and, and these artists' pieces. But it's interesting, you brought up accessibility um, a little while back. And what Claire and I often talk about is, you can't expect everyone in the world to get to the MoMA, right? It's expensive to go there. It, it's sort of a restricted gallery. But all sure. you need to visit Accelerate Art or any gallery really in, in CryptoVoxels is just a browser link, right? So the barrier to entry is quite low. And once you have just a few minutes of background as to this is how you kind of navigate this world, um, it starts to make sense to people. That's at least been our experience so far. So hopefully we'll be able to kind of front load a little bit of the marketing efforts around just encouraging people to to try it out. Um, and once people are in, I think they're they're in for good. Yeah, I, I go ahead. Sorry, Claire. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to nope. say, and speaking to that, um, getting people to try it out, we've been able to work with um, another organization essentially to do an open build sort of gallery in the Bronx um, so that anyone, any artist uh, with NFTs can just click the link, pop in, and they have free open access to play around with the build, put up their own art, see their work in 3D space without any kind of submission process or uh, gatekeeping at all. So hopefully that sparks a lot of interest and you know gets people excited about the possibilities. That's great. I noticed OpenSea links there. So is that how you're going to kind of handle the sales of the art or are you going to be doing something differently when you actually officially open? Yeah, the expectation at this point is we're going to have several pieces of art from each artist. Um, we'll be collecting one for this vault that I was mentioning, and the rest of them will be on auction, essentially, for anyone to purchase. 
Um, we're going to trial this ultimately. I mean, we're quite early in our process. And so we're hoping to solicit a bunch of feedback over the first, say, three, four months of different showings. But for now, what we're going to do is we're going to have those auctions on OpenSea. Um, each artist will be able to mint their own sort of um, storefront there, uh, branded with Accelerate Art. And people will just be able to purchase these art, these pieces that way. Is that something, um, uh, the minting process, is that something that, um, the artists are handling themselves or you guys are helping them with financially or how are you handling that with the way gas fees have been? For now, um, we're getting the artists to mint the pieces themselves as sort cool. of just being able to participate in the show, but it's obviously something Claire and I have thought a lot about. So we're going to be considering having minting on a layer two or a side chain, something like Matic, kind of as soon as that's technically possible. And a lot of that will be kind of working with artists to make sure they're able to do so. So it's actually reasonably priced. Um, we may also uh, end up having a sort of subsidy to make sure this is not a huge barrier to entry for people, because it's obviously an expensive process. Um, but again, it's sort of we're, we're aware that gas is obviously incredibly expensive. But for now, we're going to trial them uh, minting these pieces, them getting 100% of the proceeds of those pieces for auction. Um, and then moving on from there to potentially look at, at something like Matic. Yeah, I think that Matic's getting closer and closer now. Um, we're over at uh, Doki, our galleries, I mean, our, our collectors are actually having their NFTs show up and um, we've, we moved um, tokens into layer two at this point. So I think we're getting there. That's great. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's I, I have to tell you, um, DeFi and NFT on layer two is, um, it, it almost almost makes me want to just keep doing things because it's so cheap and fast, so. That's exciting. <laughs> it's really exciting. It's amazing. <laughs> it's really amazing. So you're going to do the first one, you said April 23rd. Then from there, kind of what's your plan? Is this a, a monthly thing, a quarterly thing? How many artists are you expecting to kind of onboard every year? What What are your visions for that process? Well, it's, it's kind of loose right now. It's obviously going to have to be adjusted as we feel it out. But I think right now we're thinking uh, a new show monthly-ish, you know, give or take. Um, we were going to stick with four or five artists. I think we're going to bump it to maybe eight. Um, and the idea at that point would be four would be focused around a particular community within the community. So say four photographers in May, which is our focus for May actually. And then four photographers, one each representing different niches within the community. So there's still that broad spectrum. Um, it may not happen perfectly every month in terms of timing, but right now that's the goal. You know, it's funny. I just did an interview. Have you heard of um, art on internet? I haven't. I'm. I'm gonna. I'll. I'll send you all a, a DM a connection to them because I just. I just interviewed um, one of the founders there, and they are kind of this um, experimental. Um, we want to encourage art and artists. They're doing a lot around AR and VR as well, but they're um, doing quite a bit on the NFT side and trying to help um, new artists uh, get attention. Sounds like there's a quite a bit of synergies there. So um, I'd love to connect you guys up and see if there's there's something possibly that, that they could help you with or who knows where that could go. But um, I, I, it was a really cool interview. I'll have that one up probably next week. And um, I, I really liked a lot of the things that they're trying to do over there. 
Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. Sure, sure. That sounds cool. like a great connection. Thank you. Uh, so, you know, this sounds like wh what ultimately would would be the picture, no pun intended, of success for you guys? What really kind of, you know, what do you really hope that, say, a couple of years from now, you've been able to accomplish with this? And um, what would you like what would you like it to look like for you? I have some ideas, but I would actually be curious to hear Claire's answer first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I can do that. Um, you know, so we're going to have different focuses. I'm sure I'm, I'm very focused on the idea, particularly of sort of these um, alumni classes is what I'm calling them for lack of a better, better term, but essentially the artists that come through have their pieces put into a permanent vault on another parcel, another location. And so the idea with that is like, if you lay out the pieces from the artist's show, and then the next show is just a little further in, they're laid out together, and then the next show is a little further in laid out together, then eventually when you walk through it as a viewer, it's like you're walking through a time capsule of this art movement from the history of it and seeing what was going on at the time. I'm fascinated by that. And then I love the idea of the alumni uh, meetups, which would be artists that have already come through the program sort of being mentors to artists that are coming into the program. So the ones that have gone on to find some success, maybe we have an event, you know, a virtual gala, if you will, um, where they can talk with new artists, emerging artists, and give advice and make connections and networking. Um, I've really learned how important those connections are to success, certainly in the traditional world, but you know here as well. So um, my vision would be primarily on having a, a permanent snapshot of the community featuring artists and helping them to succeed and becoming known for that so that we can really build community trust in us for that and um, in helping our former artists to help our new artists to go forward and, and build that community bond as well. That would be my focus, Ben. That's a pretty cool vision, Ben. I, I, maybe you should have gone first. Yeah, I don't know how I can talk about it. That's, uh, <laughs> that's good right there. Um, yeah, I think that the main thing I can add is it's interesting that we're kind of early in our use of something like crypto voxels. So there's space essentially to build a trusted brand, essentially, um, to kind of let's look at accelerate art. Let's see that as kind of an art house that's actually focused on encouraging emerging artists. So, so much of it is how do you accelerate like other people's careers in a very direct way? And the sort of secondary thing would be how do you collect an art movement? So you end up having this interesting um, gallery essentially that that's going to just capture some of those moments, um, say over the next year to two years. Um, and yeah, I'm excited about being able to, to just do something that actually pays it forward where we're able to enter into some artist's life and help them just start their career, have a bit of a, an ignition moment for them. Um, now we're gonna be interacting with, with artists kind of who are early, maybe who are kind of mid-tier mid or early in their career. Um, but, but already kind of successful. So it's not just us discovering people necessarily, but so much of it comes down to, can we build sort of a trusted brand? Can we, cre can we create a community around that, that actually, you know, constantly is about mentorship and promoting other artists? Um, and, you know, I would look back at this sort of two years from now and say we succeeded if we actually built a community, that would be the first thing. 
And the second thing is if we were able to collect an interesting sort of piece of, of this art history movement. I think that's a really cool, um, I think both of you are gonna, I, I, I don't think there's anything that would keep the two of those visions from happening together, right? So uh, I think that's uh, that's awesome to hear. Do you guys in, envision um, also from the, from the mentoring part of this, do you envision um, providing things like marketing training and technology training and and partnering with other groups that might be providing some of that to, to some of these artists? Is that part of what you think you would want to provide or do you really just want to focus um, on kind of launching some artists into the gallery and kind of getting them going? And then I know there are other organizations doing things like that. So I'm just curious if that's part of what you see, what you want this to be. I think the benefit of early days is that if we focus on promoting the artist and doing our job right there to help them get that visibility that like by necessity, new opportunities will evolve over time, right? So hopefully right. within the next couple of years, there'll be things that we couldn't even have conceived of yet that we'll be able to utilize, make partnerships, make you know those connections to help in different ways, ideally. That's cool. Uh, and I, I get, add go ahead. quickly, actually, I think, um, it depends on the artist because some artists are very technical. Some are very good at sales and marketing and these kinds of things. Um, but from, from what we've done so far, Claire and I are essentially going to jump in and work with these artists where they're at. So for some of them, it will look like explaining how minting works, right? Because they've never minted an NFT. Um, for some people who don't really fit that paradigm of artist as entrepreneur, maybe it would look like some social media guidance or things like that. So it's definitely something we're both open to providing. Uh, and, and it just sort of depends on the artist in question. Well, and I think it makes sense that you all are kind of starting with artists that, that already have kind of a, um, a presence, right? I mean, I'm assuming some of them won't or don't, but um, if they already have a presence, it gives you an opportunity to kind of build interest in the program and in the gallery. And then you can start taking on more of the folks that really need to have guidance and haven't really built up anything in terms of a career. So um, I think that's I, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I and I you know personally I think that the one of the keys to success is what one of the things you were talking about earlier, which is the brand has to become something that's trusted amongst artists and collectors, um, which puts a bit of pressure on you all to make sure that you're you're choosing artists that people are interested in and then artists that can um, thrive uh, in this kind of an environment at the same time. So um, I, I, it sounds like a big job. You know, it's, it's a big job probably for sure, but the artists that we've chosen are people that have showed tenacity, you know, nice. they've stayed in the space, they've stayed creating, whether the market was up or down, whether or not they had sales. And they're all very talented people that are plugged into the community, not just, um, we have a couple of artists that do have some some traction already, but we also have a couple of smaller artists as well. I think it's a good mix um, and in the spirit of the brand for sure. That's that's awesome. I had another quick question that came to me about the your your gallery idea, um, and I'm wondering if if this kind of historical gallery, if that came to be, kind of that vision came to be, if it's something where even collectors would say, and it seems like it would make total sense that that the people that even bought these things at auction would still want them to be appearing 
in the historical gallery. Um, it seems like the kinds of folks that would come in to, to buy these pieces would actually, that would make a lot of sense to them. But um, I'm wondering if you've, if you've even thought about what that would be like. Um, for now, what we're gonna do is this Accelerate Art Vault will just be the one piece that we pick up and pay for um, from every artist. So that's gonna be kind of the official, uh, you know, canonical record of what we've collected over time. But there's a lot of flexibility um, with respect to what we could do with all these other collectors who then buy other pieces. So I'm sure we could do other showings of things like that. Um, but it's the way that I think about it is there's sort of two categories that exist under Accelerate Art. One is these rotating galleries that happen on a monthly-ish basis. And the other is this vault that grows over time that is kind of a historical marker. Um, but it's definitely a possibility that we could work with other people who've collected pieces from along the way to do something cool uh, in parallel to that. Nice. Yeah. I, go ahead, Claire. I was just going to say, you know, just spitballing here, but maybe we could do a show someday from people that had collected our early artists in one of the other you know, parcels that we're working with to make an event of that support. <laughs> that, that would be awesome. That's cool. I like that. I like that. In terms of, um, I, I, I'm not, uh, an avid CryptoVoxel user. I've been in there a few times for a couple of events, but are, is where your gallery is, are there other galleries in that area? Is this an area that is becoming like a gallery location or is that something that you could see happening because you are building what you're building? Claire, do you want to take that? Sure. Yeah, I have a lot of enthusiasm for this one, actually. Cool. Um, yeah, so our gallery is in the Gangnam District. It's uh, waterfront just behind the stadium. So there's a through line right through the stadium into the entrance, which is really cool. Um, just off to the side is Async Art. Their big gallery is there. And then down the street, essentially, there's Maker's Place. Um, Xcopy has a gallery in Gangnam as well, not far away. Uh, a lot of money, which is uh, another artist in crypto voxels, um, makes incredible builds, has a lot of really cool builds in Gangnam. Um, it does seem to be uh, gallery intensive there. And nice. uh, I think it's a really good spot for foot traffic for our artists to get seen. That's so cool. I, I really love that that's happening. I've, I've got to spend more time in these worlds. I'm, I'm just not, but I really need to because I, it fascinates me. So uh, that's that's very cool. Well, we have this event coming up, so you should probably come by. And I'm yeah. definitely going to. I, I did follow the link in today, so I, I had a little fun exploring, but um, I definitely want to come to the event. That's great. Excellent. Is there anything else you guys think that it's important for people in the community to know about, about the vision of this? Is there a way that people could help you? Um, are there are there ways that artists should reach out to you now or are you not quite ready for that? Kind of give us give us that rundown. I think both of us can speak to this. There's probably we're probably both gonna have some different ideas here. But for now, we're kind of in alpha mode. We have our first launch on, on the 23rd. So on that front, we would love anyone to just attend and give us as much feedback uh, as, as you'd like, because we want to figure out how to hear from collectors, from artists, from people who are just enthusiastic about the space. Um, sometime between now and then, we'll open up a Discord so that there's actually a, a natural gathering point for, for our community, for people who are interested in learning more. And at that point, we'll also probably open up to just see what interest there is. Um, so far, we, we've been connecting with artists organically, but we're definitely going to institute some kind of process where people can just express interest. Um, 
But for now, I think just attending our event, um, it would be huge. Offering us feedback would be huge. Um, we're going to do a founding donor NFT, which I'll let Claire speak to. Um, but that would also be another way to, uh, to help us out. Yeah, I would echo a lot of that. Mostly what I would love to see is for people to show up. I really would love to have a crowd um, to support the artist on the night we open and to, you know, retweet, um, accelerate or the artists uh, on and around that time. But uh, we are also doing a founding donor NFT. Um, I've designed it. Um, cool. It's Yeah, it was fun. It's a 3D piece and it's uh, it's pretty cool looking. And it's just honoring people that initially helped support us with our launch. Um, and uh, we, we uh, yeah, essentially, it's just a, a support token. There's not functionality added to it. It's just to show that you were here for our opening and that nice. you cared about our, you know, mission, essentially. So we'll be launching that pretty close to the gallery opening. Love it. I'll I'll make sure that um, obviously it'll be in the podcast, but I'll make sure our community knows about it um, and we spread it on Twitter. So um, tell us how people can get in touch with each of you individually, and then um, the the organization and where they can kind of get a taste for what you're doing. And then make sure, please message me um, all the contact info so I make sure I have everything. Amazing. Yeah, we can definitely message you. Um, so the Accelerate Art Twitter is just at Accelerate Art. Um, I'm at Ben Roy underscore underscore. Um, and I'm mostly just on, on Twitter. Um, so that would be the best place to connect. I have open DMs, so feel free to reach out. I am uh, at Claire Silver 12 on Twitter. And I am always on Twitter. So feel free, <laughs> feel free to reach out anytime to me and I'll get back to you. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I'm about half Twitter, half Telegram. So, uh, but I know what you mean. It seems like we never leave that world. Yeah. Um, thank you so much um, for coming on the show, but also thank you for what you're doing. I, I really think this is a, a really helpful, it's a very cool project. And I think, um, the two of you together are going to be able to do some really cool things for the community, for NFT, for um, virtual worlds. Um, I think there's kind of this across the board impact that um, this vision you have um, will make. And I'm really excited for you. We really appreciate your support. Thank you so much. Amazing. Thanks, Nagy. As I mentioned earlier, I'm running way behind on getting podcasts out. So I want to let you know that Accelerate Art is having an event May 26th in Crypto Voxels. You can also find them on Clubhouse quite a bit where they talk to artists that they're going to be focusing on in their gallery presentations. NFT Cast is brought to you by Doki Doki, the absolute best place to get collectible art, NFTs, and have a blast doing it. Everyone loves spinning the Gachapon machines at dagacha.com, D-E-G-A-C-H-A.com. D-E-G-A-C-H-A.com. Come join us. Come join our amazing community of the Doki Doki Squad. All of us out there promoting art and promoting artists and this NFT ecosystem. Have a great day.